Have a good day. Love you. Love you too. I'm Louise, your secretary. It's nice to meet you. I'll just move to the area. David's kind and generous. I work for your husband. You work with David? Small world. Adele seems perfect. <laughs> They're both happier with me than they are with each other. What about your wife? Is it happening again, David? What are you talking about? You know what I mean. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Welcome to TV Concierge, the ringer's guide to the vast streaming landscape. We're here to help you navigate all of the TV offerings that exist. And today we are discussing Behind Her Eyes on Netflix. I'm Juliette Littman. I am the host of Bachelor Party. I'm joined by Chris Ryan, my former office roommate, the co-host of The Watch. And he also watched Behind Her Eyes. Chris, how are you? But what if I'm Kaya and you're me and Kaya's you? (laughs) Oh my God. So we are doing an exit survey. Many spoilers are about to come up. If you haven't watched Behind Her Eyes, I just want to urge you to because I had a lot of fun. Chris, did you have fun watching this show? I I had fun in like the sense of like an amusement park ride. Like I felt like the walk up to the ride took a little while. You know what I mean? A long mm-hmm. line to get to the ride. Then once the ride started, it was really exciting. So a little bit of a long build up to get get up to like what we're actually doing here. Yeah. And then when you find out, you find out, <laughs> holy shit, did I take mushrooms? <laughs> By accident. <laughs> oh my God. It's yes. It's, it's a wild ride. I thought it was going to be like a kind of just like a lovely British show. That's like also involved like a love triangle and some, some sort of intrigue. I wasn't prepared for what the show turned into. And I was under the impression that it was a nineties thriller, erotic thriller throwback. So I was like, Oh, okay. So it's going to be like a love triangle with a psychologist. And you know, maybe there's some single white female stuff going on yeah. in here. And I thought it was like a single white female fatal attraction situation yes, for like the I first two to three episodes. And then it takes a real turn. Yes. So 
let's just jump into it. We're going straight to episode six, the last episode of this miniseries, season one. We'll come back to that. Chris, what happens at the end of Behind Her Eyes? Okay, so for everybody who's watched it, we'll just go by character names and we don't need to really explain it. What I'll do is let's, let's go up to the moment when the real Louise finds out that the real Rob, who is in Adele's body, <laughs> has taken a near fatal dose of heroin and lit her house on fire because she is she is can't deal with like the the world that and that wait I think actually she still thinks it's Adele right yes she does so I think Louise I think the, that Adele whether you think it's Rob, whether Louise thinks it's Rob or Adele but that Adele basically preys on Louise's good nature like she That's- basically knows that Louise will come over to her house and save her and thus giving her the opportunity to jump into Louise's body. And that's who David really wants, but she can continue or he can continue or Rob's soul can continue to control David going forward. And this is that that accurate? Do you feel like that's accurate? Yes. What happens at the end is we have learned that through this um, astral projection, mind contortion called astral projection. Yeah. (laughs) People who are, I guess, like high on heroin and focusing really hard are able to have an no, just people bo- who count before they take naps can <laughs> jump <laughs> their soul into another human body. Like <laughs> the people who are in the middle of really strenuous activity can just go one, two, three, four, and on the fifth number, just fall into Inception world and start jumping bodies. <laughs> Christopher Nolan probably loves this show. That's a great point. So astral projection is this technique that Rob and Adele hone together when they are in rehab in Scotland. And it basically is like an out-of-body experience that allows you to like, allows one's soul to travel to see other things. And so this is like how Adele, as we know her for most of the show, is like controlling Louise and and Rob, essentially. But it, it, it turns out at the very end that not only can you leave your own body to like have an exploration wherever you choose to go, but you can also switch bodies. And it and then, and so that means that this character, Rob, who we have seen in flashbacks, who we thought was dead, turns out that his soul is still living because he took over Evie Hewson's body in a Adele's flashback. Body, yeah. Adele's body. And- Killed her with a a, a crazy dose of heroin and threw her down a well, but threw her, her down a well. soul is in Rob's body. And nobody knew this until us at the very end of the show. So here's my big unanswered question. Okay. Cause I, cause it, the end of this episode and the end of this season is a little bit confusing. And I think you're still trying to, I'm trying to put together some of the stuff that happened. Does David know that Rob is inside of Adele? No, I don't okay. think so. I don't think David knows anything. I think David is like, you're meant to think that at first he's the villain and then he's the victim. And then he is just sort of like an idiot. His, his physical deterioration over the course of six episodes was, was really well done. I thought yes. he looked so bad by the end of the show. <laughs> just like really stressed out. Um, and I think there's just like a lot to still parse. Like, are you supposed to think that Louise and David were kind of brought together by Adele or was there an attraction there that Adele sensed Adele who has Rob in her body throughout the show? Well, I think that the idea that we were supposed to get is that Adele is always traveling around spying on David. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know yes. if she was at that bar. Cause like, remember there are the rules that you have to have physically experienced a place to be able to right. use a dream about it. But let's just assume that Adele is constantly stalking David and constantly following him around with her dreams. 
then she knows that they have slept, that they kissed, and that 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 woman, when she goes into the office, like she knows immediately, like Louise is the apple of David's eyes. So this is probably a long game for her. Right. And then once you find out the rules of this astral projection, you you have to think back to every scene that That somebody has been in. That right. it's ever that like Eve Houston has been in her. She plays Adele, so that which explains why people are just randomly show up at each other's houses. Yeah, so it, exactly. <laughs> which is like why Adele decided to go to Louise's apartment, meet her at the council estates, like at all of that. It, it's like really weird. But so my question for you, Chris, is once the soul of Rob has taken over Adele's body and then Louise's body. Does he know everything that's happened previously? Like, what level of knowledge is he bringing Doesn't to seem all the to, interactions? Because he going seems forward? very uncomfortable in the in Louise's body. He seems like he's learning how to speak. Doesn't know her preferences. So, at the end of the show, the first suggestion that there might be a season two is that Louise slips up and says, "I don't, I you know, I want to go on a Caribbean cruise." And her son is like, "You don't like boats." And then she goes, well, people can change. So obviously, like when she, and she also starts dressing differently. She starts wearing sandals everywhere and stuff, like just like uh, Adele does. So I think that when you arrive in somebody's body, it's there's a uh, learning process. I thought that the actress who plays Louise did an amazing job in like the last three minutes because she was great. But I just, it just begs the question is how David could not notice the huge difference in her demeanor. <laughs> Here's my next question for you. Is David a good doctor and what was he doing to his wife, Adele? No, David is not a good doctor at all. (laughs) And he was definitely trying to pump Adele full of antipsychotics so that she wouldn't go around threatening anybody he spoke with. But I just don't understand why he didn't just leave her. Is it because he felt threatened that she would say that he murdered Rob? I think so. I think, but like at no point did you believe that, that David murdered Rob, right? Like, no. No, At what point really. did you realize that Adele was the villain of the show? Like she was, she was the well. The it's not Adele, force. right? It's Rob. It's Rob. Yes, but Eve. Yeah, Houston's in rehab, her. Rob starts to get a little bit weirder. Mm-hmm. Like, because at the beginning of rehab, you think Rob's just going to be like her fun friend, and then as it goes on, and his character continues to be there, and then as he's as he starts to say things like, you know, you shouldn't let him control you, or you shouldn't make these decisions while you're in the nut house, or whatever it starts to become more and more apparent that he's a bigger character. And then as soon as he sees David at the house, the first time he's like, I'm in love with David. Yes. And that's right. That's the motivation here is he's in love with David. Um, What happened to Adele's parents? And I gotta say, just as a, you know, it's 2021. I, I like, if I could marry someone who acts like Rob and is like as funny as him and looks like Eve Houston, I'd be pretty into it. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Rob's a good time. So yeah, he's, he's a, probably he's a better a fun time party, than man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think this is just at the point at which Chris and I have to admit that we're just really big Eve Hughes and fans. Sure. Because she was on the Nick. Yeah. And I've I've been waiting for her to have a, a comeback. And is this show a comeback for Eve Houston? What level of sensation would you say this show is? Well, we don't know if she's going to come back if there is a season two. So that's the biggest unanswered question is what happens to Louise inside of Adele's body? There's like a little bit of ambiguity because she's being cradled by Rob in Louise's body outside of the house. She's taken this huge dose of heroin and she's been inhaling smoke, but we don't ever see like... You it does seem weird that David would just be like, let's get married right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, it was like your wife's dead. So um, I will say that this is a huge comeback for Eve Houston. She seems to be having a lot of fun in the show. 
Um, did you know and th- th- this guy, the guy who plays David dates Daisy Ridley? I life, know. Right? Yes. His, uh, his name, the woman who plays Louise, we should say her name is Simona Brown and Tom Bateman is the man who plays David. He dates Daisy Ridley. They seem like a total normie couple who just like live a great London life and just wear like, you know, nice rain clothes, just very appropriate <laughs> for London. I just yes. feel like they've got a great thing going on. Um, he was in a masterpiece show that I'm going to watch now that he's like in my life. It was called Beecham House. So it's available on PBS streaming. I'm looking forward to that. I'll report back. Um, but do you think that I mean, I guess they leave it open for a season two. But do you think that Adele is dead? What was your assumption when you were so watching? So this is kind of the thing that it is now faces every... I don't think this was pitched as a limited series necessarily, but it's six episodes. So it's not like they're trying to like take a snapshot of contemporary London. I mean, this is very much like a <laughs> twist-oriented mystery with some science fiction bullshit tacked onto it. But at the end, like you definitely want David to realize that Rob is in Louise's body and you're holding out hope that there is some astral projection switch that can happen. <laughs> but it's like, do you really want to go back to this show? Like, Do you want them to go back to this? I don't think so. No, also, you would just be twist hunting for the yeah, rest of exactly. the time to be like, what's what's going on here? How is this actually happening? Yeah, I, I don't think they should do a season two, but I did really enjoy like this world, which, you know, maybe the bar is just low for me right now. But I was I was enjoying watching the show a lot. Like I, think I just I like up being in Islington it. is nice, even if yeah. it's not like just all the shots of Islington are really nice. And I, there's there's just some like rough edges to it where I'm just like, what's going on with this character? And they never quite explain it. Like Sophie, uh, Louise's friend, mm. who shows up for like five scenes and has like really intense dramatic conversation, but has no actual action in the show, only comes so that Louise can mark her kind of emotional journey. And then the funniest thing about this series, totally, even though it's set in London, it looks great, is that there is a character who is named five to 10 times, named Lisa, who is... Louise's ex's new girlfriend who is now becoming like sort of a surrogate mother figure to Adam. And they mention her every single scene that Ian and Louise are together (laughs) and we never meet Lisa. And like Lisa is definitely like 15 feet from action sometimes. And it's like, tell Lisa I said hello. It's like, why doesn't Lisa just come on camera so we can get a look? Lisa, show your face. I wonder whether or not that was a little bit so that we didn't feel too bad for Adam. Like his dad could eventually take him back, you know? Oh yeah. I think you have to assume that Louise and David will not be maintaining custody. I don't think Louise wants Louise as Rob wants to have custody of this child. No. So I felt so sad for the son, like just so, so sad. He'll run away for sure. Do you think that Lisa got cut out because for time or whatever, or do you think that she was never filmed? Like how much do you think the show was edited? I honestly feel like she was never filmed because like Mm. there's several times that, that Ian's like, would you like to see Lisa? And she's like, no, I got to (laughs) go. My God. It's It's so funny. (laughs) There's also really no point to her being a mother in the show, except for having an excuse to like not see David and then have someone catch on to the fact at the very end that she's not right because David's so dumb. Yeah, there's a lot made of like Adam going on his little trip to France, but it's really just plot convenience so that she can Mm -hmm. have wild sex with David for a week. Yeah, so she's just alone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's all so confusing. I was just so... I think captivated by the show because it was just so unexpected. At what point did it turn for you? And you were so like, this oh. is something you and I, one of the major t- topics of conversation between us for the last 10 years has been the internet. And <laughs> I have to say that one thing that got to me was anywhere you looked that was a vaguely TV based website over the last couple of weeks, there has been some post that says 
the crazy twist ending at the end of Behind Her Eyes explained. And I know that people go out of their way not to say what the twist is in the headline, but just knowing that a bunch of things were going to happen in the last episode or two, I was kind of like, Mm, well, I I kind of figured this out. And when as soon as you find that the last few pages of Rob's journal, also, why did Rob give Louise the journal? Like, did did she, That was that like a guide for her? It didn't really make any sense. Um, I think he was trying to be honest with her. I just kind of like guessed it out. Yeah. No talk of insurance in this show. I'd love to know about how the NHS factors into David's practice. <laughs> and yes. Adele, Adele going oh, I thought you were down. talking about fire insurance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that as well. Sure. But um, David's just too dumb. I think it's hard to believe in shows like this where the lead is so stupid. But I don't watch a lot of thrillers. Like, is this on par for like what a kind of ignorant or naive lead is like in this kind of show? There is definitely a type of guy who is usually the main character, the protagonist of these kinds of thrillers, especially from the 90s, usually played by a Baldwin brother or Michael Douglas, who is essentially led by his desire rather than his intellect, and it gets him into really bad situations. (laughs) That's what I was expecting. I was expecting Glenn Close to come out with like a cooked rabbit. And I was like, when... I was like, who's going to be cooking the rabbit? Is it Louise or is it Adele? I have That's to say, the way I, they make it seem like on the Netflix homepage because when you, the, the sort of trailer that plays, when you scroll over it, Adele furiously cutting parsley. Yeah. And David being like, where's your phone? I Let know. Me look so at it. When David's like asking her, what did you do all day? And he's quizzing her on how she spends her time. Do you think he knows about the astral projection? No. I think he just thinks that she's out and about like terrorizing anybody he has conversations with. Mm-hmm. And so she's just really protective and obsessed with him and the obsessive. wake of Rob's death. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Because yeah, there's, otherwise a lot of the things he does don't really make sense. They don't truly explain like what his type of therapy is and therefore like how he has helped her or has not helped her. There's so much unexplained about the relationship, like how they met and like, you know, like the real origin story we get the origin story of Rob being in love with David, but like that's like basically it. Well, so I guess we're supposed to think that he does this community outreach for addicts because of Rob, right? Mm. And that's right. like his way of like making amends, atoning. Yeah, but, he, but little does he know, yeah, it's I just know. it's just so wild. So, do you want a season two? No, I would just like more shows like it. <laughs> Me too. When you watch a Netflix show or any or any show that like really just hits the right note for you, it just I become like addicted. I'm just like I, I need more of this. Like 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 uh, Adele with her heroin. I'm just like give me another shot of behind her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. If you haven't watched this and just then totally ruined it for you, please check it out. If you've got more comments, hit us up. You know we're available on social media. Yeah, we're media. online. Check us out. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. More TV concierge coming your way later this week. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.